Hi, I'm your host, Juliette Root. Welcome to the WooCast. I've been in the health and wellness industry for the last 15 years as a personal trainer, board certified nutritionist and integrative healing coach. My passion is to motivate and support people in having a healthy and thriving, joyful life. This podcast will educate, inspire and empower you as we dive deep into everything from spirituality to mysticism, alternative medicine and human optimization. Most importantly, my hope is that this show feels like a nice warm hug of connection and support from others who are also interested in living a life that isn't just about surviving and getting by, but a life that is truly thriving. Please enjoy this episode. And I would be so grateful if you could support the podcast by subscribing, rating and reviewing. If you use Apple Podcasts, this is the best place to do this. So the show can rank and be seen. And the more people that can have access to this show, the healthier the world becomes. It is truly a ripple effect. So please Please spread the love and enjoy. Welcome to the WooCast. I'm your host, Juliet Root. And I'm your co-host, Mackie. Oh, shit, guys. <laughs> I'm back. Surprise, surprise. I've got Mackie with me today. It's been a long time and I'm really happy that you're here. I was going to record a solo cast I just really didn't feel like talking to myself. (laughs) I asked Mackie if he would just have a conversation with me, which I think would make it easier to share with everyone what's been going on. And also there's just like a lot of life changes that are happening with Mackie and I. And from time to time, I think these updates are therapeutic for us to share. And also I was having a conversation with a guest recently and She has a podcast that's all about full transparency, having uncomfortable conversations. And I thought that was incredible because when we share with each other, we give others permission that it's okay to be going through whatever you're going through. Sometimes you feel like you're on this lonely island and we try to kind of put up a front of how we're doing or how other people should perceive us. And uh, I just want to get even more real and more raw with you guys. The real, real. I think it's important. Whenever other people share in that way for me, I feel so much better and less alone and safer to be feeling what I'm feeling. And so, uh, yeah, let's just kind of like update everybody on what's happening in our lives right now. It's been pretty it's wild. I think the wild. last time we were on, I was on the podcast was we were recording right before we left for a trip i forget where we were going but it was tian siren mm. that was the last time i was on so it's uh interesting being back right before we go on another trip oh yeah so we're gonna go we're going to mexico in a couple of days it'll be our first vacation where we're not going to be working at all since pre-pandemic we went to costa rica in february Fe- yeah february 2020 right before everything shut down And since then, we've gone on lots of trips, like long weekends and things, but we've also always worked, which has been kind of our, like the beauty of being able to work remote. Now we've been taking advantage of that, like, oh, we can travel and we could still take clients and do things. But at the same time, I think it's important that we actually take a full vacation. 
yeah, it's been sort of a blessing and a curse to be able to work from wherever because then we end up working from wherever. Yeah. And then you always have like that looming thing of, oh, I have to do this and I can't just have a complete free day or, you know, the a week that we're going to ha have, which I'm really excited about. But yeah, um, where do we even begin, guys? Because it's been a little bit rough. I don't want to speak for Mackie, but it's been definitely rough for me since uh, I think my, my, la my last solo cast was talking about my COVID experience and uh, I had a fever for eight days, which was a lot of stress on my body. And the quarantine was actually the more stressful part for me. It showed a lot of shadow for me of what I've been trying to kind of distract myself from like I've known this and then I go into these patterns of being really busy and distracting myself from the quiet and facing myself and there's nothing like a quarantine to put you in that situation where you have no choice but to just be still and not have any external distractions and I shared with you guys how I've had a depression come over me uh shortly thereafter. And I started going back to yoga and that helped so much. And then I started getting insomnia and that was a really interesting thing to experience for the first time ever in my life. And um, I know it's been tough on Mackie <laughs> because my own. Yeah, I have a stiff neck because I've been sleeping on the couch. Yeah. Mackie's been sleeping on the couch for, I don't know, how many weeks has it been now? Like since January, because we went to California on the 24th. It was like right around then. On the 24th of January? Yeah. Oh, but were you sleeping on the couch before we went to California? I, I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. It's been rough. I had... All I remember was being in California and being like, I can't believe we only have one hotel room. Mm, yeah, because I was still having a lot of trouble sleeping there. It'd been like six weeks it really was like after my COVID experience my body was just been was so thrown out of whack from the stress and my nervous system being all fucked and I started having insomnia where I would say a good 50% of the week I wouldn't even sleep like I would just be tossing and turning and I felt my heart just beating really hard in my chest and it it really felt like physiological at the same time like neurological and um I went back to acupuncture and that after that first acupuncture session that night I slept and I was like, holy shit, like a miracle cure for this. And uh, I've been now for this is my third week of sleeping pretty much every night. I have a hard time falling asleep still a little bit, but I think some of it's psychosomatic that I've built this up in my mind a little bit of being afraid that I'm not going to sleep because it was so torturous, guys. I mean. I was just crying at like two, three in the morning, just feeling like desperate of like, you know, and, and one of the things I kept asking is why. And that led me to being curious about myself and this, this control that I need, the need, the, the need to know why, like, why is this happening? You know, what mechanism? I want to know everything about my health. I went and got every, you know, blood work done that you can imagine. And I, I can't even tell you how much money I have spent 
since I had COVID on just making sure that my health is in check. And it's been interesting because I'm like watching myself obsess and seeing how that's not healthy either. It's one thing to like make sure that you're healthy, but then obsessing over your health and trying to do everything right. There is no doing everything right. And I'm, I'm now in a place where I'm just like trying to let go a little bit more. And it's been really like teaching me a lot. Yeah, there's definitely power in the the letting go. Yeah. You know, just being free from that. It's really hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so I I think I'm on the mend from from that insomnia, I'm hoping. I'm still, you know, having trouble falling asleep like I said and Mackie's sleeping on the couch still. Because I'm just like trying to protect my sleep as much as possible. Yeah, she can't handle my breathing. I know. It's it, Honestly, if anybody can relate to this, just every little thing and just amp being amplified when you're in that state, you know, where, you know, it's almost like that ticking clock, you know, like, clock, clock, click, clock. Like if that was, I would smash that thing to pieces if there was a ticking <laughs> clock in our room. I actually think uh, being in Colorado has been detrimental to your sleep because it is quiet here Mm. so that you do hear these little things like if the upstairs neighbors are walking around or if i start to breathe which you (laughs) know don't breathe somewhat necessary (laughs) but like those little sounds that we wouldn't have heard in philly because we were living you know at broad and lombard streets and there's buses and there's cars 24 hours of the day you know, you don't hear that stuff as much. And also we had a, a very loud fan and all sorts of noise in our in our old place in Philly, which you kind of get used to. And now here it's it's so much quieter. That could be it. I mean, I was born in New York City, so I always would joke that like the sounds of the uh, fire engines and police cars would lull me to sleep at night when I was a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. could be it could be part of it. But. But that's not okay. I want to be able to be in more of the quiet and the stillness. This is a big practice for me. Even my meditation practice that I had pretty consistently that's fallen by the wayside. And, you know, with this sleep issue, it's brought me to do different things like yoga. And I had my first breathwork session, holotropic breathwork session. That was really intense. And I'm probably going to go back and do that again. Um, But I also want to not obsess over that something's wrong with me. And I think this is this is at least for me important in my journey is like. It's not that we get like addicted to healing, but I think that we can become too fixated on it at times and then forget to actually enjoy and live our lives and fun. And being in the moment and play, those are some of the, that's some of the best medicine that you can receive in your life. And so I'm working on letting go of this need to fix whatever is wrong with me. And it's a work in progress. I wouldn't say that I've gotten very far yet, guys. Um, and I, I really want to try to be more in the moment and enjoy life. And it's like a, I'm toggling between these two places because I know like Mackie, you remember like I think it was last weekend 
I think I said to you, like, this is one of the best days of my life, which is weird to be ha- to yeah, say we had that. A crazy, amazing, the perfect day. We slept in a little bit. We went for a really amazing hike. Saw some peaks. Went to what did we do after that? Went to lunch. Who knows? But we had a great day. Yeah, we like had a great lunch. We went and like sat in the hot tub with, oh, yeah. you know, and had a drink and hung out with some neighbors. And then we went to like a great dinner that night. It was just an epic day. And I was so present to how epic that day was when we were showering, getting ready for dinner. I was literally like jumping up and down like, this is one of the best days ever. I'm so happy. This is amazing. And then that day can happen. And then the next day or the following day, I've, I've had a day where I'm sobbing hysterically, brought to my knees and feel so much pain. And, uh, you know, the old me would be really scared of that and would be like, what's wrong? Like, what's wrong with me? Am I, do I have some sort of, you know, psychiatric disorder, especially coming from a family who I've really experienced a lot of that before? But I'm starting to just view things in such a different way that we are allowed to have this human experience in so many different ways. We tend to judge ourselves and label ourselves so much, especially when we're not feeling quote unquote good or, you know, we get overly, at least for myself, overly concerned about myself and start to go down a dark hole of planning for my future of ending up in a psychiatric ward then you know and Mackie has to come visit me and it's like whoa whoa why am I playing that movie in my head why why can't I just have a day of feeling sorrow or a couple days where maybe I don't want to get out of bed and not attaching so much meaning to it that uh uh-oh my life is now over and changed you know forever um but Mackie's been coming with me to this uh, yoga, to this yoga studio every Monday and it's sort of like church right babe <laughs> yeah I'm just like in love with this instructor that we have and one of uh, the things that he was talking about on Monday was the what do you call it, the trough that you say it like of happiness yeah sort of like the ups and the downs the roller coaster swings of it yeah And we were working on not chasing the up all the time and wanting to stay up at that like highly elevated state. And we're, you know, we assume that when we are in that state that it's better and that we're doing well. And part of the human experience is is going, there's the polar opposite of that, which is maybe feeling despair or feeling really down. But then there's also the middle, which isn't talked about a lot which a lot of us are in most of the time, which is just kind of this more coasting neutral place. But many of us are chasing the high all the time. And in the class, it was just a lesson in, can you be okay with not being in that high state, in that elevated state? And this is something I just had like light bulb moment go off in that class, because if you think about it, like, With uh, my workouts, for example, I'm always chasing that state of, holy shit, this is so fucking hard and I'm at my edge. And so I I assume that that feeling being at that edge is where I want to be every single time I work out versus being okay with maybe a workout that I'm just, I can breathe a little bit 
easier. My heart rate's not skyrocketing to the point where I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah. And it just made me think a lot about what is that, you know, chasing that like that external stimulation where it has to be like really intense stimulation to feel like you're like, okay, it's good. (laughs) Yeah. It was, I mean, that's, that's been a big part of my training over the last few years is just finding that 80% of the time. That's just fairly easy training, building that base, building the aerobic systems in the body versus always going to that hit that high intensity like to the point I'm going to have to lay down at the end of this workout. Yeah. Feeling. Do you think that um, going to that place of really high intensity all the time is a way of another way of just distraction because you can't really, you're not, again, you're not in any calm or stillness or you're, you're just in total pain in a, yeah. so that you can't think about anything but that. So in a sense, it's almost, it's a drug. It's almost like an exogenous substance that you're, yeah. you know, that you're creating in your body. Yeah, it's, I mean, it works in multiple ways, too, because not only in that moment, but also after the workout. So if you've gone to your full extreme, you depleted your systems to zero. Now there's no way for you for the rest of the day to like obsess over something that's, you know, giving you anxiety. So it kind of like numbs you out. You know, it's a healthier way to numb out than going to, you know, other substances or something like that. But it's, you know, the effect is kind of the same. Yeah. I mean, I've been using exercise as my drug of choice for so many years and I'm, I'm fully present aware and aware of, of that, that choice that I continue to make to run away, literally run away from things and, you know, get, get on the treadmill, go out on a run, go to a yoga class, um, go to Pilates. Like I have so many things I do each week for my body. And it's not, it's not about, you know, my, the actual wanting to change my body. That's been something that I worked on for so many years of being more comfortable with my, my body's shape and what I look like and my self-esteem around that. But it has been an escape for me in terms of, I don't have to think that hour is taking care of, of my life. I just have to show up and be distracted and I thoroughly enjoy it. So it's like this, it's kind of a tough for me because I do know that I'm using it sometimes in unhealthy ways of numbing myself. And at the same time, I really enjoy it. So I haven't figured out what my path is moving forward with how I'm going to like reconcile this. I think there's nothing to do about it right now. It's just like over time, what will be will be in terms of my relationship with it. it it's definitely changed over the years. But in times of real stress, it amps up. And I noticed that after um, I had COVID and I was really stressed and depressed that uh, I turned to movement and I started doing it a little bit more. And now it's like, okay, let's, let's look at that because that's a coping mechanism that, you know, how long can you keep that up? Because eventually, you know, it's not going to be available to me or it could be taken away at any moment. And yeah, you never know if you can get hurt or (laughs) eventually your knees stop working or whatever it is that causes you to not be able to do it anymore. Yeah. And as much as I support other people with this 
I'm still dealing with it myself. And I think that's important to know that no, we're all just human. And sometimes things come back up. You think that you have ascended in some way beyond an issue that you had. And, and maybe for a time you were in a room in a, like a remission period and then uh, something co- can come up and oh, that's that coping mechanism. That's a strategy that we've used for so long. That's so easy. Let's just go back to doing that. That'll help you. That'll make you feel better. Yeah. I mean, it, it, we're, we're in this organic body in this organic world. Nothing ever really goes in a straight line, like that straight line chart that you want to see or a digital one or zero, you know, there's, it goes up a little bit, it goes down a little bit, you know, there's always these sort of regressions, but hopefully in the long run, you're still working your way higher. Yeah. The chasing, the chasing of the high, the chasing of the happiness is what I've been just thinking about lately and using that as your measure of success. Okay. So I'm having a great day, like the day we had when we went on that hike and, you know, to, to use that as my like marker of that's a successful day is very unreasonable because that day does not come around all the time. And most days are a little bit more in the mundane, right? It's like you wake up and you have to tend to what you have to tend to your, you know, clean the house, yeah. buy groceries, yeah, buy trash bags. It's an internal state that, that we have to cultivate to feel okay with what is and that's being okay with what is even if you aren't okay which is what I've been going through where I have not been okay guys like between the insomnia and then I started losing all my hair and that definitely threw me over the edge Um, for anyone who's experienced this after a stressful event in your life two to three months later you can experience a lot of hair loss it's called telogen effluvium. And it's where up to 70% of your hair follicles go into a resting state. And it, it's very, very common. It can happen after, you know, events like COVID, for example, where you're, you know, have a high fever and it's a lot of stress on your body. Um, and it was a lot of stress on, on me mentally. And then it can also happen, you know, after a car accident or, and women experience it postpartum, so after they give birth. And um, now it's like, I had kind of worked my way through the, all right, I'm surrendering to the fact that I don't sleep that great anymore. And some nights I don't sleep and I have to really be with myself for a full fucking 24 hours and I don't get a break of not being with myself. And I had to like try different things and it's forced me into, you know, again, like the breath work, listening to different meditations, trying different techniques. I went to, you know, acupuncture. So there's some positives that came out of that and that I tried some do, new things. Um, but then, then the hair loss has been happening. And that is something that I'm in, in a current process of working through. And uh, it, everything is a teacher in our life, everything. And this I feel like what's happening to me, and this is my interpretation of it, and uh, and maybe think about in your own life, you know, what it's teaching you right now, how you want to interpret it to feel more empowered by it rather than to feel victim of it. What I'm interpreting a lot of this as is it's really time to let go of your need to control everything and that there are things in my life that 
will happen, that I just need to be okay with what is. Okay with that I don't sleep one night and still move on with my day. Okay that I'm losing my hair and and just know that it's just hair. And that, you know, we have all of these attachments, especially to how we look and again, how others might perceive us. And so it's like detaching me and teaching me like that I am more than my hair. I know that. But to really feel that, not just know it intellectually, like, of course, it's just hair, but to really feel that that's really not anything to do with my identity of who I am, like deep within my soul and what's what it's come here to do and my purpose on earth. And earth is a school, right, Mackie? Yep. Like an earth school. Yep. And it's some hard ass lessons that we have to learn. And at the end of the day, I just really think it's about liberating our soul from our mind, like freeing our mind to liberate our soul. Right? How do we free ourselves, the constraints of our mind, of all of the programming and input that we've taken in as truth, when in fact, most of it's bullshit. It's not actually the truth. It's constructs that all of us have gotten together and like agreed upon mutually. But I think what's happening now I don't know if you've noticed this, Mackie, but a lot of people are like, no, fuck that. We're not, we don't want those constructs anymore. We don't want to play by those rules anymore. They're so limiting and they're painful. And we, all of us feel not good enough. All of us feel like shit. And why, why are we doing this? That's the question. Why are we doing this? Right. It's like, if you can get to that point, then, you know, a lot of things open up. and. You know, it can come down to even like mundane things it's like, why do I, you know, little things in your life that you're just doing out of habit just because that's the way you've always done it. Like maybe if there, you changed a little thing up, that would be a lot better for you. But you don't know until you try. What's that? Have which been, is scary. Is there anything for you that you've been questioning? Like, why do I do this lately? Like, what is this? Um, For me, well. Just in general, like, you know, you get into certain things sort of like, um, you know, I got into the habit of going to the sauna place two, three times a week. And then I'm like, well, questioning, is it actually helping me or is it, you know, a lot of research shows that it's good for you, but do I actually feel better? You know, and, you know, so there's the, you know, you have to question these things that you're doing. Mm. Um, That's a good point because the health and wellness industry is so insane and especially like biohacking and how you're supposed to enhance your longevity and feel better. And this is how you get the most lean. And this is how you, you calm your nervous system. And this is how you rid yourself of EMF. And this is how you have the best gut microbiome. And this is how you have the best sleep. And it's like, it's, and salads are no good for you. And now salads are bad for you because of your digestion. And then, you know, you should be eating meat. No, you should be not eating meat. You should be eating plant-based. And it's like, it's wild west out there with all this stuff. And I know because you and I are so, have been so into it for so many years. I don't know if you feel this way, but I'm at the point where I'm just like, I can't take any more in. I'm so... It's a sensory overload to if I read more blogs and listen to more podcasts and and I haven't stopped listening to more podcasts, not going to lie. 
But it's it is an overwhelm of information all the time that you're just like, okay, what do I choose? And I think, yeah, you're right, Mackie. Try it, but don't just do it because you were told to do it. But like, how do you feel? How does it make you feel? Get in touch with your truth around it. Yeah, the other one is the the red light therapy. You know, I was doing that for a little while and it's like, I don't think it did anything. And I stopped <laughs> doing it. I didn't notice a difference. Mm, yeah. And you could just do it every day because you're like, well, I'm supposed to do it because I'm right. told that this is going to, to do X, Y, and Z for me. What does work for me and when I do, uh, what does feel good is when I get outside early in the morning, get like natural sunlight into my eyes, like first thing in the morning, right around sunrise or a little bit after, go for a walk, get some movement in first thing, then that's something that makes me feel really good. Yeah. I think a lot of people, myself included, just doing too much sometimes with this, like, you know, to to be healthy and to biohack your system and to, you know, it's like if you're exercising and meditating and breath work and a red light therapy and sauna and cold plunging and trying to get out in nature, it's like if (laughs) if you're if you're at that place and some of you might be like, I don't do any of that fucking shit. I need to just do maybe one or two of them. Then I totally get that. But I do think that a, a, a lot of us sometimes get too down deep into all this where it's in, at that point you're overwhelming your nervous system just by having too much on your plate. And then you're also trying to like make a living and, you know, and live your mundane life as we call it of, you know, <laughs> going to the grocery store and cleaning your house. It's like, okay, maybe really think about like, what's the most return on this investment of your time and your energy and know that you don't have to do all of them. It's not a requirement by any means. Like it, it is not a requirement. Sorry, I just got a, that message. Like, <laughs> my guides were like, tell everyone it is not a requirement to even meditate, it is not a requirement to do breath work or whatever these things are that are coming about. Yes, they're so, they can be so helpful in healing, but at the same time, you're not required to do them to have a better existence and to have a better life. That, whatever your life is, is up to you. And it might not contain any of that, like, full permission. And that was, that's something that I've really worked on for me is understanding, is it, is it okay to let go of some of these things or am I just avoiding them? Right. But go with your feeling around it, like your intuition. I saw somebody say something recently that was pretty powerful. You know, there, we all, or a lot of us have a stack of books that we bought at some point and are meaning to read at we have, a, we have a stack we of like just, 30 over we here. We just both overlooked at the bookshelf <laughs> that has like all the like crystals and healing and chakras and all this. <laughs> but, you know, we, you get these books and you're like, oh, wow, I'm going to read this. It's going to be amazing. Or somebody told you to read this book because it would be really good for you. And if, if you look at that list and if you go down those books, if any of those books cause you stress because you haven't read it yet, then that means that maybe you shouldn't read it right now. Maybe you're not in the right mindset for that. So, you know, just kind of put that off to the side. And then at a later date, maybe you'll be able to come back to it. Maybe you won't, but, you know, there's no, you don't have to do anything, you know, just because somebody told you to read it or you heard that it was a great book and it was 
a, a classic. Yeah. Or you look up to that person, you know, who is making these suggestions and recommendations. We put a lot of people on pedestals, especially now with, you know, social media and how we're able to be a voyeur into other people's lives. And, and it's like, you think, you know, this person, cause you know, their persona, their internet persona, their business persona of what they share with you. And, and who knows, maybe that really is authentically that person. And they, you know, when they get off their podcast or their YouTube, they are all, the, you know, love and light meditation, red light therapy, doing all of those things. And that really is who they are. Um, or not, you know, we really don't know the real person. I would say that, you know, all of us being human cannot keep that kind of level of, um, I don't even know what you, what yeah. you want to call it, <laughs> but that, you know, that level at all times. Um, but we pedestalize people and we think like, oh, they, they look like they have an incredible life and they're happy and healthy. So I'm going to read what they read, do what they do hoping that I'm going to feel how they feel. And that usually doesn't work because you are your, you are you, you You are you, I am me. And so this to strive to be somebody else uh, is a recipe for uh, maybe making, making you feel even more inadequate if you already feel that because you're like, well, I've done all these things and I still don't feel good about myself. And that's because you have your path you have your unique gifts and your unique medicine to give the world, just like Mackie does and I do. And, you know, one of the things I've been working on um, with my mentor uh, very recently is there's a limiting belief that I it still lags. It's like, okay, how much longer are we going to deal with this limiting belief? But you know what? We deal with them until we no longer need them. <laughs> and for me, it's always been that I'm not intelligent and then one of the ways that was showing up in me not feeling very intelligent is I had this belief that because I don't feel intelligent and that I can kind of keep up with intellectuals in conversation, I wasn't going, I wasn't reaching out to certain people to have them on the podcast because I was too nervous that I wouldn't be able to articulate myself and keep up with them um, on the show. And it was really holding me back. And so one of the things we turned that limiting belief around into what if this belief could be just as true, if not truer than the belief of me not being successful because I'm not that intelligent to the belief of I can be more successful just by being myself. And that was so liberating because it's like just by being myself, just by showing up and just not having to try, not having to strive, just being me. I could be more successful. And there's this deep down part of me that was like cheering for that because it knew that that, that is, that's, that's the, the key. The key is just being you. It's the, the ultimate expression of you is when you are completely free and completely liberated to do what feels right. Yeah. And that's not something that we're given much permission for in this culture. And it's, it's something that we all have to support each other on. Like you don't have to try to be anything that you're not. You can really just be who you are. Knowing who you are has been uh, a lot of the work for me is, or not even knowing, remembering, just remembering like who I am and living from 
that place, it does require sometimes taking an inventory. Uh, somebody said it recently on a podcast. It requires you auditing yourself <laughs> like you're doing your taxes. Like, shit, I got to audit myself and my own bullshit, you know, and make sure that uh, I really like I really see where I'm not showing up like me and I'm trying to like, pretending. So, um, you all right, Mackie? Yeah. Foot fell asleep. <laughs> oh shit. He's like, he's like getting up to leave. I'm like, and end scene. <laughs> Podcast over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one, one, you know, other update <laughs> just as we again, want to just be like really open and honest and raw with you guys of what's going on in our lives. <laughs> And so I'll let Mackie take the floor. Yes. I mean, it's been a, it's been a wild roller coaster for me over the last few months. Uh, part of the reason why I stopped co-hosting the WooCast was because I took on a new position at a fitness startup and we were creating one of my, one of my sort of missions and Things that I wanted complete in my, and I guess complete's the wrong word, but accomplish or do in my time here on earth is to really make fitness and well-being accessible for everybody. And I think it's always been seen as a luxury good to have a trainer. And instead of going that route, I think it, it should be you know, there, there's opposing forces here because, you know, the trainers of the world are doing amazing work and they need to be compensated for their time. But at the same time, you have a lot of people who need a lot of help and it's not always accessible because of financial constraints or accessibility or time. So there's a lot of reasons why health and wellness is, is pushed to the back burner for a lot of people. So creating accessibility and creating um, the, the ability and the accountability and the inspiration uh, has been to, to find health and well-being has been an inspiration for me. And, you know, when I first found that feeling of that I got when I was eating really well and starting to work out for the first time or not for the first time, but for the first time in a bit, um, back in like 2007, it was like a light bulb in my head. I'm like, this is, this is how we should be feeling. You know, what I've, what I've lived in, you know, you know, in my time before this, I was at like 50% of my max, right? Like I was just living like a shell of myself. Like once I found how to eat for myself, how to work out for myself. I felt so good. And, I, you know, it's sort of been my mission to help other people feel that feeling. And, you know, there's all sorts of different ways that you can go through, through that. And um, in 2018, I started doing online training because it was an, a, the way, a way to kind of scale my own abilities and reach a broader audience at a lo lower cost. So the next expression of that was this fitness startup, which uses computer AI vision to give you form correction. So, you know, one of my biggest struggles forever was 
hey, you know, I'm going to give you squats, take a video of it, or let me know how it goes. Let me know how it feels. And, you know, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't, but I can't physically be there with you when you're working out with remote coaching. So this app was going to create that ability so I could have that. It could take a video of you if you wanted. It could give you real-time form correction if you needed it. And it would count your reps. So it gives you all these abilities as a coach to really up your game. And anyway, so I joined this startup and it was sort of what we were talking about before, you know, like it was the ultimate expression of what I like to be doing. It was creating content, building a team, working with a team, building out the tech side. I've always wanted to be in tech. So this was kind of the merging of fitness and tech. And it was an amazing few months. And that's where the roller coaster part comes in because the company that I was working for was acquired uh, a year ago by a bigger company in India. And, um, you know, unfortunately with COVID, Omicron hitting India, their finances uh, have changed in that year. And we, we lost our funding to, to complete the project. And we had just built out, like we had created a dashboard for the coaches, a platform for remote coaching on through your phone and this amazing product that, you know, we got our first 10 clients over the course of a couple of days. And then a few days later, we found out that we were no longer going to be having funding. So with that, the, 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 the whole, app goes away, my job goes away, and everything that we've created just kind of like goes up in a poof. So that's sort of been the roller coaster for me where I'm in that bit of a grieving stage, you know, because I found this thing that was so truly aligned with what I wanted to do. Um, But also I'm finding, you know, comfort in gratitude to have had this experience to work with some amazing people um, and to have connected with, you know, Forbes 30 under 30 people, you know, somebody who's a a bunch of people at really high level positions in the fitness, digital fitness space. And so it's been, you know, and also to have this sort of notch in my belt, um, you know, has been small, you know, uh, help but uh you know it's it's uh so that's sort of been my path over the few last few months but i'm excited to see where this goes and when i told juliet about you know uh this company shutting down what was your reaction well it was interesting as i was just having lunch by myself and you called me and you're like hey i have some bad news and then you told me and then it was instant and it just came through like <coughs> on my right side, choking on the truth, Mackie. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it came through on my right side and it was just like a, it's a calm. I just felt super calm. And I just heard very clearly a message of this is exactly what's supposed to happen right now. Just be calm because bigger and better things are on the, are on the horizon, something to that effect. But it came through so instantly. I didn't even have time to like, it wasn't, it wasn't my, like my, my analytical mind. It was, it was a a true, it felt like a true message. And I was just so 
calm when you told me like, okay, that's, you know, don't worry because I just got this message and it just felt really powerful and, you know, loving and very intuitive around that. This is exactly what is supposed to happen right now. Um, which I'm really holding on to that message. I've had a couple of moments of not wanting to trust the message and and being like, what the fuck are we going to do? Oh my gosh, I'm building a business right now. And you just lost your job right now. And it's like, ah, right. But then I'm like, no, I have to trust that voice because if you don't trust your intuitive hits, the intuitive hits will stop coming. (laughs) You know, if you keep ignoring your intuition, then you turn that off. And I'm, I want to keep turning that up because it's our intuition and our, our heart. That is your comp. That's your compass of, of where you're supposed to go to feel like you're fulfilling your purpose. Uh, and I just felt that very strongly for you, that this is exactly like what's meant to happen right now for you to fulfill even more of your purpose. And this was like you said, just like a notch on the belt. It gave you a, a lot of confidence. It was amazing for me to see you flourish and and have so much fun doing this. And there's nothing more that I think we want for our partner than to watch them do a, a work that they find meaningful and have passion for. And they want to get up every day and genuinely like go do this thing and never, and you never dreaded it. And you just had such a great energy around this. And I know that that's going to amplify even more in the next job that you have. And I'm just excited to witness and be around that energy because it's inspiring energy, you know, yeah, when you have you. someone in your life like that. Um, but, but I know it's also been, it's, you know, it's this, I keep using this word toggle because it's how I feel like we're toggling between being so present and grateful in our life. It, job or no job. Insomnia <laughs> or no insomnia, hair loss or no hair loss. It's like these things that have been really like impacting us, you know, on an emotional level. They are here. They exist. And at the same time, we can still have these days of feeling really like grateful and just happy to be alive and in and tasting our breakfast and, you know, like the little things like I still get so excited every day to have a cup of coffee, you know. Um, And then we also can have days where, you know we've screamed and cried and expressed ourselves in ways that we haven't even experienced in the almost 11 years. Next week will be 11 years that we've been together. It's like a new level of our relationship, even to express ourselves and to be in these different states than we've ever experienced with each other. Yeah. Uh, Well, I think the difference now is that, Previously, we were more in a fight or flight mode when anything were to happen. You know, we have a little bit more of a of a uh, trust. Trust, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know, there's uh, it's it's a different feeling now, or maybe or just our lives are a little bit slower now. We're not always running from one thing to the next, so mm-hmm. there's less, a little bit less of that fight or flight response. Yeah, absolutely. And with less of that fight or flight response uh, comes with, 
feeling your feelings sometimes, yes, right? So 100%. What that's what you're saying. Yeah. So being able to tap into, oh shit, like I actually feel like this. And then letting, and then feeling that feeling versus like I said, when I'm running all the time, running away from my feelings, which I s- still am doing right now um, and aware of it, that that's happening. And so, but you know, but everything that we're doing is also a way of just trying to keep ourselves protected and that's okay too. And I know that I can, you know, we can choose that. You can choose to go run five miles because you don't want to feel your feelings and you want to protect yourself. But just being aware of it is a big piece of working through whatever those shadows are that keep coming up is the awareness is one of the most key things is being able to observe yourself and, and then you get to choose and it, sometimes you will choose to numb out and other times you might feel ready to, you know, take the pacifier away and let yourself feel. And we feel to heal. It's really true um, from my experience and my experience with my clients is we've, you know, when we feel, we then really heal. Um, but sometimes we're just not ready to, to go there. And, you know, in, sometimes in, you just want to have fun. Fun oh, or numb, <laughs> or, fun or, or numb, or avoid. Yeah, fun or numb. What do you want? It's all right. They are both great. <laughs> um, and with that, I think we'll just uh, kind of end the show. Our cat Martha wants our attention. She's a very needy girl. Um, <laughs> we got one cat that's in a freaking coma over here, passed out, and then this other cat just like constantly active, but. They're very sweet. Yes. Hug and kiss your animals, guys, because. Wow, it's just amazing to have these little souls around us it really, really helps with whatever you're going through. It's just amazing to have have pets. Uh, any closing words, Mackie? Anything else you want to share? Nope, I've said it all. Awesome. Well, I hope that this podcast was helpful in some way or uh you just enjoyed listening to us (laughs) talk about all of our fucking problems right now but just know that you are not alone if you are also going through some shit and you feel challenged right now we are going through a lot of shit and we feel very challenged right now and we are here yeah absolutely and and there's not a competition we're all in different levels here uh we didn't even get into world events no we're not going there and we don't go there we don't go we're, we're not um, but we love you all and appreciate you for listening to this podcast for over a year now since uh, its infancy. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you've been listening to the WooCast, if you've been getting something out of this, shoot us a DM. I'm Juliet underscore root on Instagram. Mackie is Mackie root on Instagram. We just love to hear from you and just like, just say hi. So we can know who, who are you? We want to support you. We can support each other. Community is everything. That's one of the biggest things that has been helping me is being back in community. That's why yoga has been awesome. And Mackie's been joining me every week and we love it because we're just around other people and the energy of that. And it feels so supportive. So reach out and let us know how you're doing and uh, we will catch you soon. Bye. Bye.